0: Hello, and welcome to The Advantage Investor, a Raymond James Limited podcast, a podcast that provides perspective for Canadian investors who want to remain knowledgeable, informed and focused on long-term success. We are recording this on April 18th, 2022. I'm Chris Cooksey from the Raymond James Corporate Communications and Marketing Department. And today we are excited to have Raymond James Limited CEO, Jamie Coulter, join us. Welcome to The Advantage Investor, Jamie. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join us.
1: Appreciate it, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here as always.
0: All right, well, let's jump right in. Uh, you're a few months into your tenure as CEO, so maybe you can just give us a quick highlight on where the firm has come from.
1: Sure. The uh, firm is uh, a little more than 20 years old now in, in Canada. So Raymond James acquired uh, the predecessor firm uh, Gopal McDermott back in January 1st of 2001. And so uh, we're, we're now entering our third decade of serving Canadians as, a, uh, as an independent financial dealer in, in this great country of ours. And it's been an amazing journey along the way. Uh, among other things, we've added uh, different services, different junctures. Not only is this the two year decade plus of Raymond James in Canada, uh, we added a specialty finance company 10 years ago. They celebrated their 10th anniversary back in, in March. We added a trust company a couple of years ago, just at the front end of the pandemic. That's coming up on uh, two, two plus years now. We partnered with a great uh, like-minded group of invest, advisors at 3MAX, uh, as it's affectionately known, or McDougal, McDougal, and Mctier and that was back in, in 2016. So we recognized the fifth year anniversary of that uh, of that combination, and that's been going very strong for us as well. So it's been, a it's, it's quite a journey. I, I, again, I think back to that date, back in September of 2000, when my predecessor, Ken Shields said, I've got an announcement to make, we are partnering with a, a, a Florida-based firm, uh, called Raymond James Financial. We were in Vancouver at the time. Uh, Raymond James, of course, is based in St. Pete. They're about as far apart as, you can be and still be on the same continent. Right. Uh, and we've covered a lot of ground in the intervening, intervening years, just getting to know each other better. Uh, and, in fact, uh, just on top of that, Raymond James itself was founded in 1962. So this is actually uh, the 60th uh, anniversary of the founding of, uh, of our
0: parent company. Now, Jamie, the world and, of course, the firm has been hit with many things over the past a couple of years, both economically, uh, the virus and such. Now, it's caused us to do this big pandemic pivot, uh, as everyone else has had to do. So maybe you can just describe how the firm has handled that.
1: Sure thing. So I think first off, you hit on a really important theme there, Chris, and That is this notion of of uncertainty. And so we, I think we're used to dealing with uncertainty in the financial services business, but you know it sort of just comes with the territory. And you can think back to. Uh, events like the, the crash in 87, for example, or Y2K or the 2000 tech bubble uh, or the global financial crisis, just to name a few. So that comes with the territory, as I mentioned. However, I would say that the last two plus years are probably a period of extreme uncertainty. And, and one I think that has been trying both personally and, and professionally. Um, but I, I, we've come through this in, 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 in good shape. Uh, people, did, uh, people have adapted uh to to the circumstances the firm has been supporting them along the way again i think back to march of 2020 and uh we had a call with the leadership team on a sunday uh sort of shortly after uh, covid became real in north america and said we have to cut we have to shut this place down and move everyone to a work from home environment which we did in two weeks unprecedented and uh, many of our uh competitors in this business did not fare nearly as well uh, as we did on that on that front, and so I'm grateful for a lot of the investment that the firm had made, uh, both in people and processes and systems leading up to that that change. So we were actually really well prepared for that. Funnily enough, I recall uh, Zoom being rolled out in the fall of 2019, and I thought, well, this is interesting, but I'll yeah. never use that. And then along the way, we've 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 learned new habits, and I think if if the pandemic had been a month in duration, which in hindsight, it would have been nice if it had only been a month in duration, but these other new habits probably wouldn't have formed because they wouldn't have had time to take hold. So I'm thinking about things like uh, the Client Insights webinar series, which we host on a uh, regular basis now across Canada. So on a national basis and think back to pre-COVID, we probably would have had an event down at a hotel in say Toronto or downtown Calgary or downtown Vancouver and invited a couple hundred clients to uh, to hear a speaker of, of some renown uh, and then, you know, a bit of a social and then people go on their way. We're now able to, and of course that would have been weather dependent. So imagine you get a snowstorm right. at night and suddenly, you, have, you know, 200 people are going to show up. And now only 50 can make it because of the weather. But now we've got this uh, Client Insights webinar series, which we can broadcast middle of the day, end of the day, on a national basis. It doesn't matter what's going on in the rest of the world. And then we tape it and make it available to our clients on a recording. Now we get we get several hundred people dialing into these type of events, uh, which is fantastic. So we're getting access to our entire client base and our entire advisor base across the country because of this new learning that's come out of the pandemic.
0: And it makes it easy back, for the viewer as well. They can <laughs> uh, they can watch it from home in their comfort of their own home situation. Take the notes they need. Replay on the replay. Take everything they need. Yep.
1: Or share it amongst their family and friends. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so that, that's certainly one, um, one, one takeaway. I think the other, um, I hate to use the word silver lining, but I suppose there is an element of it, is, is that it in, you know, moving to a work from home hybrid type work style accelerated the digitization of uh, of the business, and so that's been manifested in a variety of areas, uh, incorporating DocuSign into to client documents, making that that process simpler for for clients and advisors uh, smart forms uh, i think of something like 90 percent of the forms that we use on a day-to-day basis that would have been paper and would have had to be you know scanned in are now smart and can be that can be done on a digital type uh, basis um, improvements to our client access site we made a number uh of of late and and i know that that's just the start we're going to get into the same kind of rotation where we probably should have been before and that is updating that client site on a, on a regular cadence so that uh, the client experience just gets better and better and better, not only on a desktop device, but on a mobile device. So a variety of those uh, factors at play, dynamics at play, and you know, a lot of them were accelerated by the arrival of the COVID pandemic.
0: And as we've seen too, advisors are leverage, leveraging this technology to do quarterly, quarterly, Uh, meetings with their clients or yearly meetings with their clients. It makes that access. You don't have to come downtown necessarily uh, like in Toronto or wherever in park and do all that things can be very done simply now uh, through zoom or other such things.
1: Well, just building on that for two seconds, if you think of how hard it is for an advisor to bring in a professional couple and try and coordinate that meeting around, The, the two uh, uh the two spouses uh, careers and their busy schedules um i think everyone's pretty happy with this outcome today and I can see that persisting um, forevermore
0: great now um you've been here like i said just uh since the start Well, you've been here for a long time but in this <laughs> role um so what are the goals for the firm what what are you looking to how, how are you looking to move the firm forward
1: good question so I think first off let's start with the vision of the firm So, and it's, 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 it's very straightforward and it's easy to, it's easy to kind of communicate across. And and it is this, as the most advisor centric firm, we help clients live their best lives. And so how are we going to do that? How are we going to get there? Well, we're going to get there in a number of ways. We're going to get there by delivering on our goal of attracting and retaining great advisors. And today we're fielding a team of roughly 490. They're taking care of 70 billion in client assets. I think that overall uh, number could be 550 or 560, taking care of hundred billion in assets in, in Canada. And, I, and by the side, you know, as sort of another data point off to the side, Raymond James Financial, a parent company, has a, a stated goal of uh, two trillion in assets by 2030. Okay. So I think we'll get there by, you know, again, building on one of the key strengths of the organization, is that, and that is our people. Um, Again, we'll get there through the continued digitization of our platform. Uh, We've got an event coming up in the not-too-distant future, I'm going to show a slide that has our advisors toolbox uh, listed on it in in key categories like digital marketing, market data, client account management, financial planning. There's a smorgasbord of tech at work uh, supporting our advisors' efforts on a day-to-day basis today. That is only going to increase over the course of time. Um, We'll get there by supporting and enhancing the efforts uh, to build our advisors practices. And that's going to be through marketing support uh, or succession planning or practice management. Uh, We'll get there again by adding to our total wealth management service offering. I talked about the addition of our trust services uh, capacity a couple of years ago. That's been a huge value add based on feedback from advisors and clients uh, we announced a partnership with, uh, with an entity called Trowbridge Professional Corporation to provide US tax return services. That's new as well. So, that uh, nicely complements the, the domestic Canadian tax services uh, solution that we've had available for five plus years now. And now we've got a cross border element to it as well. Uh, we've made some, we've, and along those lines on the total wealth management side of things, We've uh, we've, made, we've made great strides in building up our financial planning resources in, in what I dare say is probably one of the most challenging hiring environments I've ever seen. We'll get there again by uh, ensuring that our main businesses, so private client, capital markets, asset management, and the bank continue to work together to support each other on both sides of the border. And that can take many forms. And I'll just give you one example right now. Think of our equity analysts collaborating with our PCS investment strategy team to deliver timely and actionable research ideas for our advisors and their clients. Mm -hmm. And I think lastly, we'll get there by being more intentional about moving toward a more sustainable future as an organization. Canada, we welcomed a a great man, a great uh, new uh, colleague to the organization. Uh, His name is Eric Sarvala. He's got carriage of our the Raymond James Canada Foundation, which, as an aside, also celebrated its tenth year of operation in uh, in Canada. But Eric's also taken on the role of head of corporate sustainability. And uh, as a firm, Raymond James is committed to corporate responsibility in four key areas: people, community, community sustainability, and governance. And Eric's going to have a key role in helping us deliver on all of those.
0: Excellent. Now, maybe we can just end with. The importance of client advice. Uh, we all see commercials out there about how easy it is to invest when you don't have to do anything, but maybe you can just touch on why it is so important uh, to get that advice for those who require it.
1: I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Chris. It's, it's, a, it's a really good point. And I think if nothing else, the pandemic has, has demonstrated the value of human led advice. So we, we know that um, the tech is out there uh, fintech is a big space. Uh, I don't think fintech will replace uh, completely human-led advice. I think it will enhance it, and our job as an organization is to make sure we pick the best of that buffet of fintech that sits out there and incorporate it and integrate it into our operations. But at the heart of the, day, the matter, it's it's the human piece. And that's because life is complicated. And if you go back in time, our industry would have been focused on the investment management Portion only. So you think back to the 70s, stockbrokers, they were called stockbrokers yeah. because they were broking stock. Yeah. So we call up, we talk to a client, we talk about the relative merits of Bell versus Telus. Uh, you buy one, you sell one, and off you go. Now, the offering from, and the expectation from the client, more importantly, is that the advisor is delivering much more than that. And that all comes back often to the starting with a financial plan and kind of mapping out look, we're trying to get from here, Mr. Advisor, to here with as little volatility as possible, how can you help us? And as part of that is, there's an investment management component to it. And that has that can take different forms. And then other pieces of the puzzle kind of start to fall into place over time. And this is where things get a little bit more complicated. And I think you benefit from human, uh, human advice, estate planning, tax, philanthropy, and, and the like. So in a lot of that all came to a head in the pandemic, because people sort of were able to sit back and they had time; and they could take a, assess their, their, you know, where are we? Where are we on that financial journey as a family? Oh, we're missing this. We're missing this. I don't know how to do this. I need to call somebody. And the calls, the calls were happening all the time. And um, so, anyways, long story short, it's a great question. It's here. Human led advice is here to stay again our job is to pull from that buffet of fintech out there find the digital tools that help our advisors deliver a better experience for their clients and again help the clients live that journey and i dare say live a life well plan
0: absolutely great great way to end it right there jamie i want to thank you today for taking the time Uh, i hope you'll join us again uh, to provide updates as we go forward Uh, Because I think in the last couple of years, business has changed uh, in terms of how it's not just offering products anymore. And I think uh, the last few years in the world has shown that. So thank you very much for joining us and uh, I hope you'll join us again. My pleasure, Chris. Have a great afternoon. The Advantage Investor is now on Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. So please subscribe and rate the podcast. Please contact your advisor with any questions you have. On behalf of Raymond James and the Advantage Investor Podcast, thank you for taking the time to listen today. Until next time, stay well. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Statistics and factual data and other information are from sources Raymond James Limited believes to be reliable, but their accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Information is furnished on the basis and understanding that Raymond James Limited is to be under no liability whatsoever in respect thereof. It is provided as a general source of information and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any product and should not be considered tax advice. Raymond James Advisors are not tax advisors, and we recommend that clients seek independent advice from a professional advisor on tax-related matters. Securities-related products and services are offered through Raymond James Limited, member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Insurance products and services are offered through Raymond James Financial Planning Limited, which is not a member of Canadian... Investor Protection Fund.